2 Timothy 1 The Mere Bible Translation The amazing news of announcing this life, which is unveiled in Christ Jesus, is what my ministry is all about. The promise is a person. I, Paul, am a man on a mission. God's delightful desire sponsors me. Dear Timothy, you are my son in everything that grace, mercy, and peace communicate. This life has only one reference. God is our Father, and Jesus is our Master and Brother. The Christ life rules. I love the constant thought of you. I am aware of our union in Christ 24-7. Prayer is such a permanent thing when we discover God's grace echo in our worship. Our conscience celebrates our pre-creation innocence before God. I am reminded of your tears and my heart takes such joyful courage at the thought of being with you soon. I rejoice in the pure faith that I see in you. Remember that you are the third generation of a strong lineage of faith. The same unwavering persuasion that indwelt your grandmother Lois also resides in your mother Eunice and is now abundantly evident in you. This gives me all the more reason to remind you to fan the flame of God's grace gift within you into a blazing hot fire. Your life and ministry mirrors mine. I endorse the gift of God's boldness within you when I lay my hands on you. Become fully acquainted with His gift in you. There is nothing timid about it. The dynamic of a mind liberated in the spirit of love is fearless and unstoppable. Do not let my imprisonment make you feel embarrassed about the testimony of Christ or your association with me. We are partners in the affliction of the gospel and also in the intensity of God's power. We experience constant download of power in the midst of affliction. He rescued the integrity of our original design and revealed that we have always been his own from the beginning, even before time was. This has nothing to do with anything we did to qualify or disqualify ourselves. We are not talking religious good works or karma here. Jesus unveils grace to be the internal intent of God. Grace celebrates our pre-creation innocence and now declares our redeemed union with God in Christ Jesus. Everything that grace pointed to is now realized in Jesus Christ and brought into clear view through the gospel. Jesus is what grace reveals. He took death out of the equation and redefines life. This is good news indeed. Grace is my commission. It is my job and joy to proclaim this message and guide the nations into a full understanding of the love initiative of God. What I suffer because of this does not frighten me at all. Faith has made me so apparent. I am absolutely persuaded that I am safe in Him. We are no longer looking for a future event. Death is not doomsday. Nothing can interrupt what He has done. Your conversation echoes what you have heard from me. You articulate the exact drift of my thought. We are fully embraced in the same persuasion of love. 
immersed in Christ Jesus. This priceless treasure is placed in your custody by the Holy Spirit who inhabits us. I'm sure that you have heard by now that everyone in the province of Asia deserted me because of my chains, even Phygellus and Hermogenes. Aniferous and his family have been a real gift from the Lord and a great encouragement to me. They have often taken tender care of me. The fact that I was jailed did not intimidate them at all. When he was in Rome, he immediately searched for me until he found me. His visit meant so much to me that day in Rome. He made God's mercy tangible. No one knows better than you what a blessing he has been to us in Ephesus. Timothy, my son, grace is the source of your strength. It is so much more than a doctrine. It is the person of Jesus Christ. He embodies what grace reveals. What you have learned from me is not a theory. You have witnessed ample evidence that confirms the integrity of my message. See the future of this gospel in everyone you influence. Their persuasion is also their competence to instruct others in the same revelation. Picture yourself as a soldier who endures hardship for the cause of Christ. A soldier does not get himself distracted by civilian pursuits. He fully engages himself with the job at hand. An athlete stands no chance of winning the trophy if he cheats in his training. A farmer understands how much hard work goes into a harvest. Make my gospel emphasis the focus of your thoughts. Jesus Christ is a seed of David. He is the promised Messiah. His resurrection from the dead is the proof. I might be in bonds, but the word of God is not. This gives me more than enough reason not to quit. I desire for everyone to discover the fact that the life of their design is redeemed in Christ Jesus. This is the timeless intent of God. The logic of God endorses our faith. We were included in his death and are therefore equally included in his resurrection. Sufferings do not distract us, neither do they contradict our joint position with him in the throne room. The Christ life rules. If we contradict ourselves, he will contradict us and prove us wrong. Our unbelief does not change what God believes. He cannot contradict himself. Gently remind your audience always of these things which focus on the fact that the life of your design is redeemed in Christ Jesus because we were included in his death and are therefore equally included in his resurrection. This is the foundation of our faith and cannot be contradicted by any persecution because God cannot be untrue to himself. Let your testimony in your face-to-face encounter with the Lord speak for itself. You don't need to engage in a war of words to desperately try and defend doctrines and perceptions. Instead of proving profitable, these debates are catastrophic to the faith of your students. To mix two systems will certainly confuse your audience. Without any delay, live your life from a place where you are familiar with the complete approval of God. You do not need to apologize for the fact that your experience might be a contradiction to your faith. What God believes about you needs no defense. 
there is such an immediate authority and clarity. Truth triumphs over every contradiction. It makes a clear-cut division between light and darkness. The word of truth shows distinctly that the duty-driven law of works and annoyances and the love-driven law of perfect liberty have nothing in common. Do not engage in any conversation that may sound pious but carries no content. It only leads to lengthy and meaningless ungodly debates. Their conversation consumes like gangrene, Hymenaeus, and Philetus are typical examples. They have completely lost track of the truth by arguing that the resurrection of Christ has no further relevance. Any teaching that distracts from mankind's joint inclusion in Jesus' resurrection turns belief upside down. The foundation of what God believes about you stands immovable and beyond dispute regardless of human opinion or contradiction. The inscription and impression made by the signet ring of God is his signature in your innermost being. He knows you as his own. Let everyone see themselves defined by the name of Christ and depart from everything which does not reveal likeness. Even in mega-rich households, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. A vessel's usefulness defines its true value. Even though their functions differ, each vessel is equally important. Realize your individual value and stop discrediting yourself. You are indispensable for your master's use. He knows exactly what he has in you. Be ready for any good work. The best way to escape and snare and distractions of youthful lusts, which are often typified by an all-consuming longing for forbidden pleasures, is to pursue and engage your life actively in everything that celebrates your redeemed oneness. Instead of a sin consciousness, cultivate a righteous consciousness. Become addicted to the adventures of faith. Let the agape love of God romance you into his rest, where you cease from striving and bask in completeness. Feast on peace. Celebrate your joint togetherness with everyone who has mutually discovered their original identity in the Lord. Live your life from this place of innocence from your heart. Avoid foolish questions that do not educate anyone but only breed quarrels. In your position as someone completely dedicated to the Lord, there is no virtue in winning an argument but losing the person. I would much rather you exhibit a sensitive courtesy towards all people, skillfully educate them, and keep your cool under pressure. Your gentle way of instructing those who oppose you will inevitably lead them to see what God believes concerning them and give them the best possible chance to acknowledge the truth. And so they will escape the intoxicating influence of the fallen mindset and the enslaving dictates of the devil.